0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Empowering Family Caregivers Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Susan Vida, the co-founder of EcareDiary.com, and your host for today's show. EcareDiary.com is a national website for family caregivers uh, interested in co- better coordinating care for an aging loved one. Uh, Today, we are talking about trends in medical alerting services for seniors aging in place. Uh, To help shed light on this, I'm very pleased to introduce our guest, Deb Citrin, who is the Senior Director of Strategy and Business Development for Philips Home Monitoring. Philips Home Monitoring is a business unit within Philips Healthcare, and Deb Citrin has nearly 20 years of experience in identifying and marketing solutions to assist populations to age successfully. She was a member of the ASA Leadership Council in 2004 to 2006, ASA being the American Society on Aging, and she was representing Philips Lifeline. Philips Lifeline has been an expert in the medical alert systems industry since its inception, with the organization celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. Hi, Deb. Thank you for joining us.
0: Oh, good afternoon, Susan. Great to be here.
1: Great. So, uh, Deb, tell us about uh, some trends in the medical alert service industry uh, with regards to um, seniors and caregiver preferences that you've seen throughout the last
0: 40 years. Sure. I'd be happy to share some of those insights with you. Uh, You know, since uh, the founding of Lifeline way back in 1974, our organization, has really focused on the needs of those that we serve, both the aging adults as well as their family uh, caregivers. And we've continuously innovated over those four decades. But some trends that we've seen during that period, I can kind of list uh, five key trends. Uh, The first being Mm -hmm. uh, the introduction of two-way communication and making that standard so that when a subscriber presses the pendant that they wear, they're going to be able to speak to somebody who's going to be able to get them the right kind of help. The second was obviously making the pendants that the subscriber wears smaller and smaller, as well as waterproof. And why is waterproof Mm -hmm. important? It's to encourage that subscriber to wear their pendants in the most vulnerable place in their homes, their bathrooms. The third was making sure that those pendants had long battery life so that the service could be delivered in a worry-free way for both the subscriber as well as their family. The fourth was an innovation about four years ago with the introduction of automated fall detection. With falls being the number one thing that families often worry about with their aging um, family member, being able to get help without having to press the button in the event of the fall is really revolutionary. And then finally, what we're seeing now is the introduction of a series of solutions that allow that senior to be mobile with our type of solution so that older adults and others with physical or neurological limitations can really access the same type of help that they can in their home now when they're out and about. And we call our new solution... Uh, lifeline, go safe. So we've seen the evolution of this space over time, and I'm sure it will continue to evolve. So, uh, Deb, uh, I'm very interested in the um, the last
1: two, number four, the, the fourth and the fifth trends, so the fourth being um, detecting a fall and the fifth one. Uh, can you elaborate on those two
0: a little bit sure. more? Sure. So uh, with fall detection... Uh, what we've been able to build in and others, other providers in this space have been able to build in is a series of sensors within the pendant that the lifeline, in this case, our case, subscriber wears, that can automatically detect when that individual falls. And if they're unable to press the button, within 30 seconds, if they're unable to get up again, a call will be generated right into the response center and it will be the response associate that will make voice communication with that individual, and if they're able, to find out what kind of need is is required. So no longer does that individual have to press the button. It will detect that fall and call for help. The second one that you asked about is what's going on with these more mobile medical alert solutions. And what we found is that individuals who love the the protection that the Lifeline service can bring to them in the home, they wanted it when they were out and about. So through a series of innovations, we've been able to put basically the world's smallest cell phone around someone's neck, all with the fall detection um, capability as well. So go safe. Very innovative. Just coming to market now. That's incredible. And. Uh... Uh, So this is just these last two um, trends are just in the last four years, you're saying? That's correct. I mean, so being able to be um, automated as well as providing the protection to go out and have the same protection outside the home as inside the home so that you can go because you can. That's kind of what we're trying to say to individuals. Go because you can. Wow. Wow. Now um how would you say uh i mean
1: this is a um an incredible i think uh leap in terms of what was available 10 years ago are you finding um a lot of seniors and families uh receptive to this because i think you know um being in the uh you know being a layperson myself and and having had um an aging parent who who actually wore one of these medical alert devices um it didn't operate the way uh that you're describing the way new technologies are operating now so are you finding that um seniors and their families are, are very uh receptive to this um
0: yeah um well, how, how I, are you seeing I, consumer i guess consumer attitudes are how are they changing yeah uh when you when you think about the um lifeline with auto alert which is our f- automated fall detection service um mm-hmm. in the last 4 years we've served over 300,000 individuals with that service and we've detected wow. uh close to 200,000 uh uh situations with falls and we mm-hmm. know that it's life-saving um it it really makes a difference in the families lives that we serve and it addresses one of the major uh, causes of concern both from the the older individual as well as the family the concerns about falls so taking the pre- preventative step of at least having the medical alert service with the fall um detection like lifeline with auto alert is a step in protecting one to live independently in the home because the last thing that you want is to fall and to be unable to get help because the longer that an individual is on the ground or on the floor without help could be the difference between the ability to stay at home or need to move into a higher place of care so it's being nicely adopted we're excited by uh... the enthusiasm that we get when people call to learn about our service and when given a choice today we're finding about fifty percent of people calling in today will make the choice to get lifeline with auto alert on the more mobile solution uh... since we're so early in um... being in market at this moment in time it's hard for me to give you the same kind of statistics that i gave you with our experience with the lifeline with auto alert Mm-hmm. as did the research to try to understand what the needs are for those individuals that we serve, both the older adults plus their caregivers. We knew they wanted to have the freedom to be mobile, but the protection that the Lifeline service can provide. So we're confident that we are we found a sweet spot. We've incorporated the right kind of locational technologies, which will ensure that when somebody presses the button, we'll use six different locational technologies to find them. It's not just GPS like we have in our cell phones today. Mhm. So um when when seniors or their their
1: caregivers or their family members are are looking for a medical alert service, what what are they what should they be looking for specifically?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's when we think about medical alert services, we have to remember that oftentimes the 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 senior, the last thing they really want is to wear a service, uh, that pendant. But it can be really the difference between being able to stay in their home and not being able to stay at home. And right. the primary thing is to make sure that the medical alert service has a number of things. So when shopping for the medical alert service, ask about fall detection for the very reasons that I spoke about before, they should be able to have a service that automatically will access help without the user having to push the button. If a senior falls or they become disoriented or immobilized or knocked unconscious and are unable to call Mm -hmm. for help, having that additional feature will be Uh, important. So ask about whether or not there is fall detection as an option. And not all fall detections are the same. Um, Knowing that you've got, um, like we have with with Lifeline, with over 300,000 subscribers, having used it since 2010, is proof that we have a solution that works. The second thing is to make sure that the response center is always available. Because so much of this service is about getting help when you need it and knowing that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're going to be staffed, you're going to be supported with individuals that have been meticulously trained to provide the care to that senior. The next mm-hmm. one is to make sure that the service that you're looking at has recommendations from healthcare professionals. Ask the question. Is the service, is the equipment FDA approved? The third area is to ask about the reliability of the equipment. Does it self-check? Does it make sure that when that button is pressed, the call will go through? And then the last one, look for services that don't have the requirement of needing to have long contracts. You should look for a service provider that's willing to, pro- to give you service at a month-to-month basis. I hope that answers that mm-hmm. question. Yes, no, that's,
1: that's pretty clear. And um, uh, out of curiosity, I mean, uh, what are we talking about in terms of uh, cost to the senior or the family caregiver for these services? Uh, is there a range um,
0: that you could share? Sure, sure. There's there's definitely a range, as in any other uh, market when there's options. Um, you know, the service can, for the basic service without features like auto alert, you can have a service for around $30. Uh, with mm-hmm. a fall detection type service, it could be um, about 40 And then when you go into the more mobile solutions, it depends on whether or not you're purchasing part of the hardware or it's a total package of hardware and services. But on average, think about somewhere between 30 and $50 per month.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, and uh, I guess one of the other questions I had was, uh, what, what are some other important things caregivers should keep in mind when it comes to uh, taking care of their parents or other seniors when they do have these type of devices? I mean, so uh, I, I guess uh, just to rephrase that, um, should they... I mean, they should probably always have their phones on them or be attuned to, I guess, uh, perhaps getting a message from one of these medical alert services.
0: Yeah, so you're asking about what the caregiver should attend to um, um, yes. when one of their loved ones might have the lifeline service? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the way um, the services work is that if the subscriber needs help... Um, the, the response center, the the response associate will call a family member or a neighbor who's listed in kind of the uh, information about the subscriber. So there are a series of individuals that can be called to assist the subscriber when, when needed and that information is provided by the family. So having a cell phone or if you're away calling into the service provider and saying, listen, um, we're out of town, Um, um, if something happens and mom needs help, then please call XYZ and make sure that that information is provided. Um, So being able to be uh, in contact is important, but remember, with, with the Lifeline service or others, there's always the ability to call to emergency service personnel in the community. The most important thing is to make sure the parent is wearing the pendant. You can't have yeah. the protection of this type of service unless they're they're wearing the pendant. So as a caregiver, ensuring them that the important thing is to have that pendant on 24 hours a day, seven days a week is critical. Right. Um, let me ask about other
1: uh, modes of communication. So um, let's say uh, the family caregiver can't be reached by phone. Uh, are there other... Um, communication methods available such as uh texting or emailing?
0: Um there are um there are other ways to communicate with family members. Uh, for instance Lifeline has a um uh an app called the Caregiver app so getting text messages or an app message can work. Uh don't know exactly what other providers provide, but I think with time evolving to other methods of uh text messaging will become the norm. Yeah, that's that's my guess too because I'm certainly
1: starting to see that um a lot lately especially even with um you know, uh, reminders of of appointments and, and um taking medications and those kind of things are evolving into the the areas of, of text reminders. So um yeah, that might become the standard in the future. Uh that that's a question I have uh for you about the future. What what do you and what other changes do you anticipate seeing for the future? What what uh, what trends do you foresee beyond the ones that have just uh taken place in the last uh four, you know forty years?
0: Yeah, I think there are going to be a number of things that are happening. Uh, The first thing we have to realize is that ultimately the consumer will uh, continue to change. Um, The the baby boomers are going to really change the dynamic of the types of services that they're going to ask for that are about keeping them safe um, and keeping them healthy. So we'll probably see the continued evolution of the wearables for um, aging populations, so going from a single purpose of a uh, medical alert service to having that wearable doing more than one thing, I can give you an example today that uh, that uh, uh, Philips Lifeline recently launched a a Lifeline Response app that can sit on a smartphone and. If somebody needs the support of the response center, a button can be pressed on the smartphone and help can get to that individual where they are. Now, that's not the same solution that has that senior wearing a pendant around their neck, which is way more protection. But for the right type of um, aging individual or somebody with some Mm -hmm. vulnerabilities, um, a Response app might be the right thing. For instance, somebody who is recovering from a heart attack who's just a little bit worried about the what-ifs, this might make sense. So we'll continue to see the evolution of both how services that protect somebody in their home and out and about work, as well as the integration into other um, uh, capability sets like vital signs monitoring in the home, um, activity monitoring in the home, the key into um, fitness and wellness will all kind of merge together with time as these technologies become smaller, the electronics become smaller, battery lives get longer, and um, um, you know it opens up the possibility of a range of new solutions that right now I can't even envision. That's fascinating.
1: Well, Deb, uh, thank you so much for... Uh... Just a fascinating uh, conversation about uh, mobile. I mean, uh, you know, medical alert services and devices. I, this is. Uh, I'm very optimistic about my future because I. I think that uh, as I get older, I'm certainly going to be interested in. Um, something that's a little bit more convenient to wear and uh, and and more effective in terms of uh, alerting. In the event of an emergency, uh, I want to thank our audience for joining us today, and uh, let you know that if you're interested in learning more about Philips Lifeline, you can visit www.lifesys.com, and that's spelled L-I-F-E, S-Y-S dot com.
0: May May and I correct that?
1: Deb, um, yes. um, it's oh, I'm sorry.
0: Lifelinesys dot com. W oh, Lifeline, lifeline. S-Y-S.com. My apologies. Okay. LifelineSys.com. And uh Deb, thank
1: you very much for joining us today. I want to thank our audience as well. Uh, and please we invite you to tune in next week on Tuesday, October 7th, uh, for our Empowering Family Caregivers Radio Show where Uh, Marjorie Pabst will be discussing the Affordable Care Act with John Mills, who is uh, the
0: co-founder of eCareDiary.com. Thank you all
1: very much, and thank you again, Deb.
0: Thank you very much, Susan. And caregivers, remember, take care of yourself. It's as important as taking care of your loved ones.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.